Well, I think firstly, the, the two positives out of this appointment is one is that it was made speedily. We know that the last time we had an acting NDP for a period of almost 18 months before litigation forced the president to make an appointment. So the fact that it's been done qu- quickly is a plus. It may also be a negative, which I'll come to. Uh, second plus factor is that it is a career person, someone who's come from within the NPA, and therefore should I have a very good understanding of the NPA, and that is obviously to the benefit of the candidate. Uh, on the downside, uh, perhaps the haste in which the appointment was made uh, leads us to, to, to question whether a proper process has been, has been followed. And due to the nature of the appointment, the fact that the appointment is made just by the president without reference to any other structure of, or organ of state means that we don't know uh, what scrutiny has been followed. We know Mr. Mahara has said that uh, uh, Advocate Abraham has a proper security clearance, but you know, what other process was followed? Uh, was he interviewed? Has the president sat down with him and discussed the job? And has the president assured himself that this is the person that is fit to lead the NPA? There's no question that Advocate Abrahams is a very, very good prosecutor. And there are many, many very, very good prosecutors within the NPA. But what, what makes this particular candidate stand out as being able to lead the NPA and, as you say, bring stability to it? Uh, the answer to that question is I'm afraid we don't know because the president has not really taken the nation into his confidence and told us uh, what particular qualities uh, Advocate Abrams has that makes him the best suited person person to lead the National Prosecuting Authority. Now, looking at the instability and also the well-documented factionalism within the NPA at this point, uh, do you believe that the process of appointing the head of the NPA is one that uh, perhaps needs to be revised? Uh, absolutely, CASAC has for a long period of time called for that to happen, that it's, it, it is anomalous within our constitutional dispensation that the head of such a critical institution is appointed just by the president. We believe that a process uh, that is similar to the way the heads of Chapter 9 institutions are, are appointed uh, through a more consultative and, and transparent process, perhaps involving a, a, a committee of parliament making a uh, conducting interviews and then making a recommendation uh, may yield uh, a, a much more transparent process and lead the South African people. After all, it is in the name of the people of South Africa that the National Director of Public Prosecutions executes his or her mandate to prosecute crimes in South Africa. So the confidence of the nation is important, and I think the current pr- process uh, does not provide for that to happen. And therefore, we will, we, we, we're hopeful that Advocate Abrahams will be the right person, will indeed bring stability to the, to the office, but at this point in time, uh, I, I think we all have to say that we, we're going to have to wait and see. And uh, what would you recommend as the first thing that Advocate Abrams needs to focus on? Well, you know, one of the concerns is that he's been the head of the Priority Crimes Litigation Unit. And we know that that, that unit has been singularly unsuccessful in bringing any uh, um, uh, uh, cases for uh, those people who have uh, committed human rights violations under apartheid and who did not get amnesty from the TRC process. Uh, the unit has, has not, not succeeded in doing that. We know that at the moment the Noctula Similani uh, case is before the courts as a private uh, prosecution being brought by her sister to try and force the NPA to, to bring a prosecution against the people accused of having abducted, tortured and killed her. So the, uh, that unit has failed to do its, uh, to do its job and we hope that um, Advocate Abrams will, will be able to know that he has greater authority within the NPA to resuscitate that unit, ensure that it carries out its mandate, and also, as you say uh, earlier, to make sure that he, he brings himself above the, the factions within the NPA 
and uh, demonstrates an ability to indeed prosecute without fear, favor, or prejudice. And we know that perhaps a few months down the line, he's going to be—he may well be faced with the decision as to whether or not to institute or reinstitute corruption charges against the president himself.